Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the 28th day of November. So great to be here with you guys today, as we are coming to a close of the month of November. Ooh, it is frigid here in Tennessee, and right now, like I mean, we only got Christmas left, so Thanksgiving's out, and I'm curious: Are your Christmas decorations up yet? Ours have been up. I grew up with putting up、um, our. So my birthday is like a couple of days after Thanksgiving. Well, actually, it depends on the year.、Um, when I was born, I was born the day before Thanksgiving, and so a couple of years ago, I think it was two years ago, my birthday was on Thanksgiving, and so. But I grew up that we always celebrated, or sorry, well, celebrated. We decorated the weekend before, sometimes two weekends before. But I always grew up that. Christmas decorations were up before my birthday, and so I'm carrying that with、um, my family now. My husband Ben, he grew up.、Um, his family didn't celebrate Halloween, so they set up Christmas on Halloween. And I was like, that is a very long time to have up Christmas decorations. We tried it one year, and I was like, this is too much for me. I need it to be like a shorter time because it felt like Christmas was dragging on forever. And I just like my space to not have a bunch of. Things in it.、So、I'm a, for the most part pretty minimalist, but anyways.、Um, so hopefully, or not even hopefully, but if you got your Christmas decorations up, great. If you're waiting till December, great. I have met people who don't even set up until Christmas Eve and then tear down the day after Christmas, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, great. To each their own. That's what I will say. But today we are in the book of Acts. We are in chapters 18, starting with verse 19. Going to chapter nineteen, verse forty-one. We are in the Voice translation for this week. The three of them sailed east to Ephesus, where Paul would leave Priscilla and Aquila. Paul again went to the synagogue, where he dialogued with the Jews. They were receptive and invited him to stay longer. He politely declined. Paul, if God wills, I'll return at some point. He caught a ship bound south and east for Caesarea by the sea. There he went up for a brief visit with the believers in the church at Jerusalem. Then he headed north to Antioch. He spent considerable time there and left. Then left again, visiting city after city through Galatia and Phrygia, strengthening the disciples in each place. Meanwhile, back in Ephesus, a Jew named Apollos made contact with the community of believers. He had been raised in Alexandria. In Alexandria, Egyptian Jews such as Philo. Are known for seeking to integrate Greek philosophy within their faith. Apollos was elo- eloquent and well educated in the Hebrew Scriptures. He was partially instructed in the way of the Lord, and he added to his native eloquence a burning enthusiasm, enthusiasm to teach about Jesus. He taught accurately what he knew, but he had only understood part of the good news, specifically the ritual cleansing through baptism preached by John, the forerunner of Jesus. So when Priscilla and Aquila heard him speak boldly in the synagogue, they discerned both his gift and his lack of full understanding. They took him aside and, in private, explained the way of God to him more accurately and fully. He wanted to head west to Asia, where Paul had recently been, to preach there. The believers encouraged him to do so and sent a letter instructing the Greek disciples to welcome him. Upon his arrival, he was of great help to all in Asia. Who had, by the grace of God, become believers? This gifted speaker publicly demonstrated, based on the Hebrew Scriptures, 
that the promised anointed one is Jesus. And when the Jews were raised counter-arguments, he refuted them with great power. While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul's overland journey brought him back to Ephesus. He encountered a group of about a dozen disciples there. Paul, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? John's disciples, we've never heard about the Holy Spirit. Paul, well then, what kind of ceremonial washing through baptism did you receive? John's disciples, we received the ritual cleansing of baptism that John taught. Paul, John taught that the truth, that people should be baptized with renewed thinking and turn towards God. But he also taught that the people should believe in the one whose way he was preparing, that is, Jesus the Anointed. As soon as they heard this, they were baptized, this time in the name of our Lord Jesus. When Paul laid this, his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them in the same way the original disciples experienced at Pentecost. They spoke in tongues and prophesied. Both Apollos and this small band of John's disciples near hear an incomplete gospel. The church is called not only to bring the gospel to those who have never heard, but also to expand the truth to those who understand only partial truth. All people are on a journey to know God. No one has arrived. Everyone has something more to learn because the truth constantly reveals itself. For three months, Paul continued his standard practice. He went week by week to the synagogue, speaking with great confidence, arguing with great persuasiveness, proclaiming the kingdom of God. Once again, some members of the synagogue refused to believe and insulted the way publicly before the whole synagogue community. Paul withdrew and took those with him who had become disciples. For the next two years, he used the public lecture hall of Tyrannus, presenting the word of the Lord every day, debating with all who would come. As a result, everyone in the region, whether Jews or Greeks, heard the message. Meanwhile, God did amazing miracles through Paul. People would take a handkerchief or article of clothing that had touched Paul's skin and bring it to their sick friends or relatives. And the patients would be cured of their diseases or released from the evil spirits that oppressed them. Some itinerant Jewish exorcists noticed Paul's success in his regard. So they tried to use the name of Jesus, the King, in an exorcism they were performing. Imagine this, there are seven of them, all sons of a Jewish chief priest named Skeva, gathered around a demonized man in a house. One of the Jewish exorcists, I command you to depart by the Jesus proclaimed by Paul. Evil spirit, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? Then the man leaps up, attacks them all, rips off their clothing, and beats them so badly that they run out of the house, stark naked and covered in bruises. Words of this strange event spread throughout Ephesus among both Jews and Greeks. Everyone who was shocked and realized that the name of Jesus was indeed powerful and praiseworthy. As a result, a number of people involved in various occult practices came to faith. They confessed their secret practices and rituals. Some of them had considerable libraries about their magic arts. They piled up their books and burned them publicly. Someone estimated the value of the books to be 50,000 silver coins. Again, word spread and the message of the Lord overcame resistance and spread powerfully. Eventually, Paul felt he should move on again. The Holy Spirit confirmed that he should first travel through Macedonia and Achaia and then return to Jerusalem. Paul, I must eventually see Rome. 
So he sent Timothy and Aristus, two of his helpers, ahead to Macedonia while he stayed a, while, a little while longer in Asia. It was during this time that a major incident occurred involving the way. In most cities, the Jews stand in opposition of, to the way. But in this instance, the outsiders caused the disturbance. An idol maker named Demetrius had a profitable business for himself and for others, making silver shrines for Artemis, also known as Diana by the Romans. One of the deities worshipped in Ephesus. Picture this. Demetrius calls a meeting of all the artisans who are similarly employed in idol making. Everyone in the idol industry comes together. Demetrius. Men, we are all colleagues in this fine line of work. We're making a good living doing what we're doing. But we'd better wake up or we're all going to be broke. You've heard about this fellow Paul. Here in Ephesus, he's already convinced a large number of people to give up using idols. He tells them that our products are worthless. He's been doing the same kind of thing almost everywhere in Asia. It's bad enough that he's slandering our fine and honorable profession. But do you see where this will lead? If his lies catch on, the temple of Artemis itself will be called a fraud. The great goddess of our region, the majestic deity, who is revered here in Asia and around the world will be disgraced. The crowd goes wild with rage. They start chanting. Crowd. Great is Artemis of the Ephesians. Great is Artemis of the Ephesians. Soon the whole city is filled with confusion and a mob forms. They find Paul's Macedonian travel companions, Gaius and Aristarchus, and drag them to the theater. Paul wants to go confront the crowd and protect his friends, but the disciples hold him back. Even some provincial officials of Asia who are friendly to Paul send him an urgent message, warning him to stay away from the theater. Enraged voices are shouting on top of each other, some saying one thing, some saying something else. The crowd is completely out of control. Most of the people don't even know what caused the commotion in the first place. Some of the Jewish people push a man named Alexander to the front of the crowd, hoping he can calm the disturbance. He raises his hands to silence the crowd and gets a few sentences out. But then the crowd realizes he's a Jew, and once again they start chanting. Crowd. Great is Artemis of the Ephesians. For two solid hours they kept the chant going. Finally the town clerk manages to calm the crowd. Town clerk. My fellow citizens of Ephesus, everyone in the world knows that our great city is the caretaker of the temple of Artemis. Everyone knows that we are the home of the great statue that fell from heaven. Our status as the economic center of the idol-making industry is not in danger. So please, calm down. Don't do anything rash. The men whom you have seized aren't temple robbers, nor have they blasphemed our great goddess. If Demetrius and the artisans who share his important trade have a legal complaint, don't bring it here to the theater. Take it to the courts. They're open today. If you need to charge someone with a crime or launch an inquiry, take the matter to the regional judges. We need to do this according to regulations or we'll be, all be charged with rioting. This kind of behavior can't be justified. So he succeeds in dispersing the crowd. This is a very interesting story today. One of the things that I really love that I feel like just captivated me ever since I read it, that 
I want to go back and talk about is so Apollos is a new believer and he's preaching or he's he's speaking and um they uh Priscilla and Aquila are like hey okay I'm listening and listening to him boldly speak that's great they're discerning that he has a gift and also that he has a lack of under of full understanding that's what it says and so they took him aside in private and they explained the way of god to him more accurately and fully he wanted to head west into Achaia, where paul had recently been to preach there so i love this because how many times have you been in a position where maybe you weren't speaking the full truth i feel like that happens to me uh, a good amount. I feel like it happens to anybody. Like, that's just kind of like normal. That just That's just a way of life, you know? Sometimes we, we do the best we can with the information that we have, and then we learn new things. And so that's what's happening to Apollos. He doesn't have a full understanding, but what he does know, he's speaking. And so then Priscilla and Aquila take him to the side and in private, instead of like booing him or slandering him or being like, we could like, actually let's take the stage or like uh, just anything else that would be terrible. You know, they really wanted to edify him and encourage him and not to embarrass him or make him feel less than or anything of that sort. So they take him aside privately and they explain the full gospel to him. And then he goes on to a new town. Like he's not discouraged. He's not like, wait, 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 guys, come back. Like I've... I forgot this part. I just learned this. Like he just goes on to the next town and he carries what he just learned. And I feel like that's huge to me, at least to not be so quick to having to correct someone and to be like, oh, wait, 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 I have the right answer here. Let me tell you what I know. But rather, hey, I actually discerned that you don't have the full understanding of this. So I want to take you aside and I want to just tell you the full picture of this. Now, this can translate to quite literally the gospel and being like, hey, you don't have the full picture of this. But also it can translate to, hey, the way you are living is not the full gospel. And I just want to like pull you to the side or, hey, why don't you come over for dinner? Something that's private. And I just want to tell you, like, there is freedom from this that you feel like there isn't. You know, this guy, I don't know exactly what he was preaching. Um that they were discerning he didn't have the full understanding. Um, But sometimes we feel like we have the full understanding and actually we don't. And that's okay because when people lovingly come and tell us like, hey, you know, they just take him to the side. I'm not sure like the back of the uh, theater maybe that he was speaking at. I'm not sure. Or like uh, like a uh, alley in the town. Like, I don't know. Um, but I feel like how this could roughly translate is, you know, inviting someone over for dinner into your home and just being like, hey, I, you know, I heard you kind of talking about this and it sounded like you were without hope. And I just want to give you the full understanding that, hey, if you're claiming Christ, like there is hope. Hey, like if you, you know, I'm, I'm hearing this going on and I just want to say, I'm with you. I'm for you. Like, it sounds like you really need someone to believe with you. Or it sounds like you need to know the full truth, the full understanding that God's for you and he loves you. And he's not a small God. He's a kind and loving father. And 
He's bigger than what you're believing him to be. And truly what comes from that is so beautiful because then that person can go into the next realm of their life knowing, actually, now I have the full understanding. And so I think that that's so beautiful and so timely and so encouraging. And so God, I thank you for this story and just for highlighting it to me and really speaking that sometimes we don't have the full understanding. I know that I don't have the full understanding of a lot of things. And so God, I pray that there'd be humility in our hearts to receive the people who lovingly pull us aside in private and in loving kindness, extend the truth and the fullness of understanding to us. And so I pray that we would be a people who have humility in our hearts to hear those conversations well, and that we would be people who know how to navigate people's hearts in loving kindness and in truth to provide the full understanding um, in a way that aligns with you and your word and with your son. And I just thank you so much for your word. And I pray that you would stand guard over our mouths. And I thank you, Lord, for your word. It is in your name we pray. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is our website. That is a place of connection. So be sure to check that out so you can see what is going on and how to get connected and stay connected. So be sure to check that out. And uh, be sure to check out the store. There's some super cool things that are in there. Um, Some things that would make really cool uh, Christmas gifts and um, or even just, you know, gifts for yourself. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's something that I was talking about with a friend the other day. I was like, listen, I love all these Black Friday sales, but I'm so tempted to just stock up on stuff for myself. And she was like, yeah, that's what it's for. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) But I feel like sometimes I'm just like, oh, this is on sale. I can buy this in bulk or, oh, wait, wait, wait. I was looking at this and now it's on sale. And I'm like, wait, I've bought so much for myself and now I need to like actually chill and get stuff for other people, you know? Um, So I'm like, can we have like a Christmas in July sale that doesn't make me go super AWOL of draining my accounts during the holidays? Can we do that? Someone, small business owners, please. Thank you. You're welcome. There's the idea. That one's free. Um, But (laughs) circling back to um, the store. Yeah, be sure to check that out. We have coffee subscriptions and tea subscriptions. So if you are a coffee drinker or a tea drinker, and you are like me and uh, don't really love going to the store to grab it the day that you come downstairs and you realize you're out. And um, that's how my husband likes to start his day. I'm like, listen, we got to eat before we consume any caffeine. We got to support our adrenals, okay? Support our metabolism. Um, and then we consume caffeine. So that's why I'm like, okay, now we can start our day. But getting in your morning routine and then seeing that you're out is the worst. So I love subscriptions for that reason because it comes to your door. You can stay on top of when you need it and uh, you can let it come and you can have a little um, like backup stash or you can realize, hey, I'm I'm running low. I'm going to go ahead and get this order on its way. Uh, so that's a really fun tool for you guys to utilize as well and they make really great gifts as well so be sure to check that out but that is all for today i'm china i love you and i'll be waiting for you here tomorrow hello dabc family this is diana from florida and i want to pray for daughter of honor star kinder whom is dealing with rough patch in her marriage 
by multiple reasons for multiple reasons but mainly because they have been unable to bear children Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord, and we thank you, Jesus, for this couple. We thank you for their hearts. We thank you for their their desires to be parents and be able to sow um, the love of Christ into children, into their own children. Uh, dear God, as I consider their desires, I consider all of the stories in the scriptures of so many whom were Baron, Sarah, Rebecca, Hannah, the list goes on. That there's so many that did not have children and, and it did cause considerable strife in their relationships. Uh, but yet you, in miraculous fashion, would provide and would, through your specific calling, bring children that would then lead to pushing forward the story of Christ um, because all of these children that came about were miracles because they came out of nowhere seemingly and they were uh, children of the promise that moved that those generations forward till we get to Jesus and so I just pray Lord God that you would encourage this couple in this whether they uh, adopt and then later they have, they're able to have their own kids because of a miraculous thing or not. Dear God, that they would praise you and worship you in the midst of it all. That this season would bring them closer together instead of apart. In Jesus' name I bless them. Good morning, the ABC family. This is Jamie from West Virginia calling on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, I just wanted to call in today because God has placed a spirit of gratefulness on my heart this morning. I just wanted to call and thank everyone who's been praying for my son, Dalen. I know God is working on him, and I truly appreciate all of the prayers over him from this community. I also wanted to extend prayers for Tanya in Suffolk over her marriage. Jesus, please bring her peace, healing, and direction. I also wanted to pray over Christy in Kentucky. Jesus, please give her strength and peace as she and her husband, Tim, navigate the medical issues that he is battling with. Ultimately, I give praise to you, Jesus, and all that you do within the DAB community. I'm ever so grateful for this platform to lean into him daily and for all the people who lift each other up in prayer. I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, this is Chastity from Kansas. I wanted to call with a couple of prayer requests and also a praise report. Um, first prayer request is for my sister-in-law. She's a single mom, and so it's things are a little bit rough for her right now. Um, I want to say God bless all of you single parents. I can't even imagine how much y'all go through. God bless all of y'all. You're all amazing. Um, as well as prayer requests for some friends of mine that I've known for over 25 years. Um, they seem to almost be straying from the Lord. They um, seem to be caught up in some worldly things, and I don't know the full depth of all of it. I don't see them too often, um, but we all grew up very close together, uh, pretty much family to each other. But I just have been feeling a little bit of a nudge of maybe this isn't the type of friends that I should have, that maybe I should distance myself from them. They seem to be putting distance between themselves and me. Um, they don't invite me to anything anymore as they, they do invite my twin sister to things. Um, which is fine, but um, just prayers for, um, I guess, new friends that are godly influences for my husband and my son and I. 
and also praise report of our son that I've, I've called about him a couple times, the, um, our autistic little boy. He had a dental visit recently. He has some spacing in his bottom teeth, but they said his teeth look really good. And he had a vision appointment recently to check his eyesight because there was concerns, but everything came back really good. And he's doing amazing in school. Um, he, his teachers think he's probably on the verge of actually starting to talk and say some real words. So we're really excited. Um, praise God. Thank you all. I love you all. Have a blessed week and weekend.